The following podcast is a part of RadioMidsbits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show. Two thirty-six. I was supposed to do jury duty, but I came down with the flu, which is why you got a bunch of pre-taped stuff in the last episode, and that's pretty much what you're going to get this episode. Uh, I am on the mend, but the cough keeps striking back, and so little by little, I'll claw my way out of this, but oh boy, I am just not in any ability to do this show the way I intend for it to do it. So I can't really go into the voices and all that crap. I tried to, and it just, it, every little thing can trigger the cough. Uh, and most notably, uh, laughter can trigger it. And I end up in these violent, loud coughing fits that, uh, oh boy, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, well... I've been recording my reviews for my uh, YouTube channel. I reviewed uh, Doom Patrol, uh, The Orville, and uh, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oof. That almost made me relapse into the flu. <laughs> uh, but And uh, most recently, I was reading some of the uh, uh, new reviews in for Captain Marvel. Uh, a lot of the critics got to see it. And uh, it'll have its main uh, opening I'm, uh, Thursday, yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I'll play that one. Uh, unlike the last uh, episode where I actually had two separate uh, recordings because of my OCD, and I saved it, <laughs> and I was able to use that for the uh, Captain Marvel Shazam story. And that was, so it was actually a, an original piece of audio, not from the video, uh, for the Nelson show. So there, but this time it's just going to be from the video. <laughs> and, uh, so you'll get that. But lucky you, I did before the flu came into its full, uh, uh, powerful self and took me down. Uh, I recorded. Uh, a Bubba Stargon episode. Uh, I didn't put it in the last uh, show because I was just too goddamn sick and uh, sore and tired, and I didn't want to sit there and put all the special effects and music to it. It was just voice track. So finally got that done today, so I'll put that in there. The other problem with that is that this is the last uh, story in this business about the Moonbase Miranda story. That, you know, was the, these particular episodes of Bubba. And it was meant to be a six-part story. But I went ahead and just rushed through it and wrapped it up uh, in this uh, chapter. Uh, because I figured, oh, I'm going to jury duty. And even though I was feeling kind of sickly and I kept having a little cough. And I was like, ah, come on. And the next morning, holy crap, it hit, you know, and I knew, oh, no, and I had to go to the doctor and say, yep, you, you got the flu, you know. So, uh, instead of coming back to it and splitting it up, I just, that would be another week, probably, where I'd fill up to it, 
because I don't even have the voice ability. I had that. Uh, what did I tape that Wednesday or Thursday? I can't, you know, Wednesday, I think. And, uh, that's, <sighs> I just can't do it. You know, I can't do the voices and stuff. It just hurts. So, uh, it would just go on for a long time before I'd finally get back to it to go ahead and redo it to where I could split it into two and finish out the story the way it was supposed to go. But anyway, uh, this is how you'll get it. It's just a five part story now. And we'll move on to other Bubba Stargon adventures eventually and so far and what have you. So there you go. I don't know how much room this will make, but I'll put the, the Captain Marvel review review <laughs> and maybe put on, uh, I did a review for Doom Patrol and Star Trek and Orville and all that. I might put these on here. I don't know at this time. I'm just taping this as I go. And, uh, if not, they'll probably be in the Saturday show. Cause, um, I don't know. This thing is dragging on. Yeah, but at least most of the aches and pains part of it seems to have, uh, have, have gone away. So anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, so stay tuned for, uh, my discussion on Captain Marvel and, and Bubba Star. <laughs> You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Tonight, I have a new report for you. A most important one, too. Because when you're asked to try a cigarette, you want to know and you ought to know what that cigarette is meant to people who smoke it all the time. After a full year of observation, a medical specialist was given a group of Chesterfield smokers thorough examinations every two months for the full year, reports no adverse effects to their nose, throat, or sinuses from smoking Chesterfield. More and more men and women all over the country are finding out every day that Chesterfield is best for them. Enjoy your smoking. Try Chesterfields today. They're best for you. Much milder, with an extraordinarily good taste. Hey, man, you know what's in outer space? I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> yes. Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, well, we, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Rift's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh, yes, the crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. 
It also contains some music from Kevin McLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Captain Marvel uh, has been very rather bizarre for Marvel movies and how this thing uh, rolled off the factory floor. And I'm not re- just uh, talking about the disaster that is Brie Larson. And uh, clearly, oh God, what a disaster. Uh, but uh, the movie in and of itself, the character, and how Marvel uh, does this. Now, uh, promoting it as a feminist movie and all this sort of thing uh, is compared to Black Panther. Uh, in that, uh, well, this was uh, the first uh, su- black superhero movie, which, of course, it, it wasn't. So already they're in, uh, in a false territory there. But the, but the comparisons between the two are not exactly accurate in, in multiple ways. Now, of course, Black Panther didn't have a disaster in its star. Uh, Chadwick Boseman didn't go around saying he didn't want any white people at his movie, you know, <laughs> anything like that. Uh, he just promoted the film. That's all he did. Uh, but uh, Black Panther uh, was given a lot more care and uh, respect, if I may, uh, for the character and how it's uh, how he, he was introduced into the MCU. Uh, first of all, he was introduced in a Captain America movie, uh, which was actually probably the best Avengers movie <laughs> until Infinity War, you know. Uh, Infinity War is kind of its own thing. It's more, it's called Avengers Infinity War, but it's really like MCU Infinity War, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, so there he is. He's introduced you. Uh, it, it's a story that makes sense uh, with the, uh, you know, the uh, international intrigue and all that sort of thing going with it. And uh, you you get a picture of him and it, it whets the appetite for more. And then, of course, you get the Black Panther film, which gives you his full story. And that's all well and good. And so he's really uh, essential in part of the MCU at that point. So that by the time you get to the big uh, payoff of Infinity War and uh, spoilers, uh, he doesn't survive the ending of it. <laughs> There's care for the character. It has impact. It matters. And um, so with... Captain Marvel, there's none of this. All we get is a little teaser at the end for Nick Fury to grab his uh, bat phone (laughs) to send out the Captain Marvel signal, uh, which then immediately brings up all kinds of questions. It's like, well, good lord, uh, why didn't he use this when uh, Loki and the Chitauri invaded New York? Why didn't he use this when uh, Ultron was going nuts? Uh, Yeah, why? You know, maybe there'll be an explanation for this, but that's going to be a tough one. Compounded by the fact in all their promotion for Captain Marvel is to constantly say she's the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe. So, 
Well, then <laughs> that's your go-to superhero. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, Captain America, that's nice. You have a pretty shield, but don't worry. Captain Marvel will handle this. You know, I, that's pretty much the situation you would be in. Also, just declaring her the most powerful character without demonstrating it through story and letting that become organic within the story, uh, just declaring it is just not a good thing to do. Uh, and especially since she's just just being, not just practically or anything, she's being shoehorned into the MCU like this, while at the same time telling everybody she's the best and the brightest and the most powerful and so on and so forth. Uh, it is, on one hand, kind of insulting to the established story you've already done for ten years, and at the same time being unfair to the character of Captain Marvel. So it appears to be a lot of uh, laziness involved here that is covered up with feminism as a shield to protect any kind of criticism of noticing that this is just not really up to snuff uh, in comparison to what they've achieved over the past 10 years. But what's done is done. (laughs) And so here we are. So here's some reviews so far from people who have actually seen the film. Yes, yes. Uh, This comes from Attitudes Joe Passmore, which I'm unfamiliar with, but nevertheless. Captain Marvel takes a while to find its pace, but when it does, it doesn't disappoint. So it gets a pace going. All right, how about that, huh? Yeah. This movie is no Black Panther, well, I gathered. Or, if we're expanding the field of comparison, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I know damn good and well this is no Wonder Woman. Uh, but uh, it says, Luckily, Captain Marvel doesn't have to be better than all of those MCU's previous films to be something enjoyable. This from Katie Burt from Den of Geek. Uh, well, that's actually true. It doesn't have to be better than Black Panther or, or Wonder Woman. It just, you know, it just has to be good, which it may be. Um, but the promotion is god awful, and uh, Brie Larson is even worse than that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, Gal uh was a woman. Brie Larson is a spoiled little girl. Uh, let's see. This next one is from Matt's Movie Reviews. Survives a bumpy ride of origin story tropes and sci-fi jibber-jabber to become a supernova of a superhero movie sure to shake up the MCU. Yeah, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that's a good thing. So there, that's Matt's take. Captain Marvel has all the usual MCU humor and action with a few surprises. And plenty of girl power moments in Larson's strong performance. That was from Molly Freeman of Screen Red. Thanks, Molly. Uh, next, we have Screen International's Tim Grierson. Captain Marvel mostly plays like a perfectly solid addition to this massive commercial franchise. It's fun and breezy, but also a tad familiar. That doesn't give you much. Uh, Movie Nation's Roger Moore. Liberating, cute, forgettable. Well, what do you expect from a misogynist like James Bond? (laughs) It's a different Roger Moore, of course. Roger Moore is no longer with us. 
rest in peace. Uh, so, well, that's the positive reviews. So, here's some people who obviously got a problem with women. Uh, this from the Hollywood Reporter's Todd, Todd uh, McCarthy. Uh, the picture is not dull exactly, just mundane, marked by unimaginative plotting, cut-rate villains, a bland visual style, and a lack of elan in every department. Oh, Todd, you misogynist. Uh, Associated Press's Lindsay Barr. Oh, Lindsay, how could you do this to your sister? Uh, she says, the first female-led movie of the MCU deserved more. Oh, boy. Oh. Now, this might be a good sign. Maybe it's, I don't know anything about Lindsay Barr, but maybe she means it's not feminist enough. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, the score. Damn it, I forgot to read the score. She gave it a two and a half out of four. So, that's her score. Uh, only the most dedicated Marvel fans will follow this captain, according to Newsday's Rafter Guzman. Again, two out of four. Uh, the character, even when kicking ass, is a total bore. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, this was from the New York Post. Uh, Johnny Olekskinski. I can't say it. Damn it, it's right there. Olekskinski. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. Uh, one and a half out of four from him. Uh, it's everything you might expect a sci-fi superhero movie to be. If you haven't seen one in a long time. Oh, goodness. Uh, that from AV Clubs. Yeah. So, a score C. Oh, well, a lot of misogyny out there. A lot of misogyny. So, that's a sad commentary on the state of uh, gender relations today. <laughs> uh, so, the movie, at best, might be adequate. I'm gathering from this uh, because even the positive reviews is not that exciting. <laughs> so, uh, as in what one of the other uh, critics had mentioned and I agreed with was that it didn't have to be as good as Wonder Woman or Black Panther and that sort of thing. It just had to be good, uh, which it may very well be. Uh, but with the terrible promotion that just angered and uh, pissed off uh, a large swath of the main audience for Marvel movies, which made no sense at all, and then compounded, of course, with Brie Larson's idiocy. Uh, the movie needed to be a lot better than just good <laughs> to, to uh, kind of overwhelm that. Um, so just being good, it might be enough for it to, which I, I still at this point expect it to do well as far as it'll be profitable. I don't think it's going to be a monster hit. And uh, even without, even if Brie Larson had just been, you know, a good promoter of it and we didn't really know much else and all that sort of thing and uh, and, and wasn't really making the, the negative headlines that she made and it's completely on her shoulders that she made them. Uh, but even if all of that was eliminated, uh, this still would not have been a monster hit. I, I just don't... And even if you took away the sexist uh, promotion of it, it's the odd manner in which the character is introduced. 
whereas like Black Panther uh, was slowly rolled out. He's, he's weaved into the tapestry of the MCU that they crafted there, and he fits right in. And he earned his place. And that's how all the characters earned it. They had to earn their way into your respect and maybe even love. Yeah, love. Whereas Captain Marvel is just, bam, she's there. You love her, like her. Uh, uh, get on your knees and praise her. Because <laughs> if you don't, you're a misogynist. That's, that, that's a terrible, terrible way to uh, introduce your character and to uh, blatantly take your audience for granted, which is very insulting. Uh, that in and of itself. So, uh, don't do that ever again. <laughs> uh, but you're not listening. So, uh, that's my assessment as of now on this uh, whole Captain Marvel uh, business. And uh, those are some of the reviews that are coming through as there are only a couple of days now before it opens to where I could see it. I will not see it uh, anytime soon. Uh, and that's kind of useful for me anyway, but uh, definitely so now. I'm not going to see it on the opening weekend. So, But if you want to, you go right ahead. That's, that's your business. Uh, but uh, just overall, like I've said, there's lots of different layers here that were just bad and it's confusing and strange i'm not exactly certain what it is you can say it's the well the pc cult strikes again you know uh, well maybe so well not maybe so it, obviously the elements are there for that but the idea that that's a driving force to the to uh to, in spite of reason and this basic uh business sense um is is disturbing, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you, there are elements of it everywhere in different uh, franchises and choices that these businesses make, and uh, it, it's 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 weird. But uh, well, I guess there it is. All right, thank you for listening again. Apologies for my voice to, uh, struggling to recover from the flu. Am feeling a lot better today, but that cough can strike at any moment. I've had to. Uh, stop and retape this over and over again by now. I hope I can get through it uh, as I'm saying goodbye. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you for uh, uh, trudging through this. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off! 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 Go on! Cut it off! Hashtag cut it off. We at Gillette Razorblades want you to know that masculinity combined with heterosexuality is a toxic mental disorder. Stand with Gillette and support Hashtag cut it off. And purchase your Gillette razor blades today. Say, what you wearing there, boy? Hey, oh, this is my Bubba Stargone t-shirt. Bubba Stargone? Oh, man, is that all the characters of that little Mr. Spot? It sure is. Oh, man, where can I get one? <laughs> you gotta head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Mr. Nelson store? Where are they? 
Oh, you got to head over to Zazzle.com, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E.com, and look up the Mr. Nelson store. Yeah, M-R-N-I-L-S-I-N. <laughs> it's just that simple. Oh, man, I'm going to get on that and get me a Bubba Starcon shirt. Yeah, you'll be the envy of your friends. Yeah, except you're the only one friend I got. Well... Uh, you'll make more with a cool shirt like it. Oh, yeah! That's right, friends. Head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com where you can get your Bubba Stargon shirt and other great Mr. Nelson products. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! In our last episode, Deputy Pollock began to complain of groin pains when he went to visit Dr. Booz Hatfield and upon examination discovered that he was suffering from massive inflammation in the testicles. As the doctor was preparing to treat the condition, his nurse suddenly became overwhelmed by a strange compulsion to eat Deputy Polyp's testicles. Jeez! Lieutenant Butsy, yeah. thank God! I was being used to cause him when I saw him taking the deputy oh, butt there, so she beat I was supposed to use my regal and go Yeah, good thing to. You had no but, choice, though. I don't sweat it, Lieutenant Butsy. You oh, did the right God, thing, geez. believe you me. Jeez, I don't know what came over. It's, it's just like at Miranda Base. And what do you all mean? the women, they attacked the men and bit their balls off. What? God. Oh, yeah. Uh, what the <laughs> hell? The only thing, the, the, the medical data from the movie, Miranda, you, you oh, check the yeah, All right, I'm going to boot that up here. <laughs> yeah, okay. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to need your assistance oh. here, Butsy. Uh, we're so low-staffed here. That was my only nurse. Uh, we got to patch up Polyp here and try to save oh, what's oh, left of his scrotum. Oh, no. I, oh, no. I, no, no, I'm all thumbs. I, uh, I now, Butsy, damn it. I, there's no other nurses around. You're going to have to step up. I'll guide you through it. What? There is another nurse. There's what? Nurse Pristine. Who? Meanwhile, Captain Bubba Stargon, Mr. Spot, and Lieutenant Looney are aboard the Edsel in pursuit of a suspected Venusian vessel. Definitely detecting a vessel's ion trail. Somewhere near the vicinity of the coordinates relayed by the Pound 9000 drone. Okay. He has to be heading straight for the Trojan asteroids. Oh, get boy. lost in the air tracking that will be more difficult if not dangerous. Yeah, okay, Spot. Uh, fire off uh, a cannon blast array in the vicinity. See if that'll uh, light him up. Run away. Firing cannon array now. Uh, Bubba, are, are you okay? You're not... You're not looking um, so great. I don't know, Ludi. I just can't seem to get comfortable. I got this... Oh, jeez. This pain in my groin. I... Groin. Oh, jeez. I just can't... No matter what position I shift, you know, I... Oh, man. I, maybe I just need to walk around a bit. Oh, whoa. No, no. Uh, 
no. Uh, oh, okay, boy. Bubba, maybe you should go lie down in the cabin. Well, wait a minute, Bubba. What? This might have something to do with the... Oh, no. Oh, my God, we're in the tank. The mission vessel fell down. Force field is holding. Uh, hurry up, return fire spot. Bubba, the enemy vessel's calling us. Uh, all right, let's hear it. Uranus Patrol Vessel. This is Commander Bova Threshold of the Venusian Empire. Surrender now, lest you what? suffer further pain. Why the hell would I do that? We're still a full functional vessel and our force field's holding. Maybe you ought to surrender. <coughs> I think not, Uranus Patrol Captain. You're already showing signs of having been infected by Relationship you couldn't possibly understand. Lodi, what are you doing? Lodi, come on. You don't have to prove it, Job. You don't have to get to the Well, what are you doing? Holy shit. Spot, you shot Lodi. Only with a stun taser, she'll be alright. Oh, well, alright. Well, it seems you've won this round, Greatest Patrol, but you won't be so fortunate next time. Until we, uh, meet again, uh, Spot, later, uh, get the atomic torpedoes ready and blow that fucking vessel away. Uh, yes, sir. We're, we're, we're willing to discuss terms. No, uh, no, no, goodbye, no. so long, yeah. Uh, yeah, Spot, uh, yes. see if you can get an ice pack. Oh, right. And, uh, get booze on the horn. Yes. Now he's got to have some kind of solution to this. Well, let's hope so. We did give him the data from Miranda Base, but yeah. obviously they didn't find a solution for this thing. Holy crap. What if my balls explode? Oh, no, Bubba. Here, sit on this bag of ice. Oh, yeah. I'll get Dr. Hatfield. Uh, that feels better. Oh. Edsel to Dr. Hatfield. Come in, Hatfield. This is Edsel to Dr. Hatfield. Hello, Edsel. <laughs> Nurse Pristine? Oh, what are you doing uh, out of your cell? Dr. Where's Dr. Hatfield? requested that I be released because he needed my assistance. What? I'm the only nurse available on the station now, since most what? of the women now have gone insane trying to eat the testicles of your male crew members. Uh, because of the germ warfare you uh, released on the station. Oh, blow it out, you wormfield what? butthole, hey, you son of a bitch. God damn it. Come on, what's the deal here? Dr. Hatfield. Hey, Spud, buddy. How's it hanging? God, you're drunk again, and you're letting oh, this way to be, this, spot. this saboteur destroy Sabotour. everything at Uranus Patrol. Oh, no, this sweet pussy was helping me Who's? out here. Without her help, it wouldn't have been able to work. Seems they were almost on the right track at that Miranda base, but well, the shit hit the fan, and they couldn't what? utilize what they discovered. Turns out the Venusians had this old virus that they tried to use in an invasion on Earth way back in the 21st century or some such. Some what? southern town, Louisiana or something like that. I don't know. What? But it turns out there was a, a lot of the cure in the area and it kind of just 
melted away, and I don't know, the what, Venusians what you know, uh, contracted a yeast infection in there and died out and had to head back to Venus and forgot about the what? invasion or something. I don't know. It was a long time ago, but apparently they kept this thing locked away and decided yes, but, to try to use it again booze, now. But, the cure, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, yeah, the cure uh, is alcohol. That's why I what? was immune to it, but uh, Deputy Polyp wasn't. Oh. oh, and by the way, make damn sure your, your idiot crewmen keep their fucking gloves on when they're in a quarantine station. Yeah, the dumbass took it off when he was rewiring the, oh, that God. communication beacon shit. Whatever. Anyway, there you go. So, uh, tell everybody to start uh, cracking open a six-pack. Uh, of course, uh, you probably are immune, too, Spot, being you're not human. But uh, Well, thank yeah. God for that, Booze. We'll check back in you when we return home. Bubba, it seems that... Where do you spot? I heard the whole thing. Yes. Well. <sighs> yeah. Already starting to feel better. Plus, you know, the ice pack helped with the inflammation. So. Sure, sure. Best speed back to Astro Cosmo, our temporary home away from home. Yes. Um, but first, I think I'll carry Lieutenant Ludi back down to the, her cabin so she can rest oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good chance she won't even remember what happened on the bridge. Oh, well, we're going to remind her. What, 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 what would be the point, Bubba? <laughs> Come on, Spot. Can you imagine the how guilt-ridden she'll be? Yeah, I think of all the sex I can get out of her when she feels like she owes it to me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ah, man, it still smarts down there. Well, all's well that ends well. <laughs> Join us again for another exciting adventure of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Okay, once again, Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol are victorious. Uranus is safe once more. <laughs> Damn it. See what I mean? <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's Bubba Stargon, uh, as it was. And, uh, there's a little, little dollops in there for future episodes, but that's true of all of them. Eventually, they'll start referring back to one another as I go forward with this version of Bubba. There's other versions of Bubba. Even in Star Trek, and it points out that there's this whole prequel story that I intend to get to, but uh, that's another story for another time. Anyway, uh, I figured this was enough material for a show, so I'm not going to bother with the reviews of Doom Patrol and uh, Orville and all that. You can go to my YouTube channel or BitChute, should you prefer, and look up my uh, uh, Nelson Ratings episodes uh, reviewing those shows. Uh, by the time Saturday comes along, there'll be a new one. So I guess maybe I won't be putting those on there. Uh, and uh, I did watch The Flash, and I'll be doing one of those if I can get through it. I might have to wait till tomorrow. But as far as my own, uh, you know, audio plays, I guess those will have to take a break for a while uh, until the voice recovers. And 
Hopefully it'll be sooner than later, but uh, I'm guessing I won't be able to do anything for that come Saturday. So, and there's the breaks. Apologies for that and all, but uh, what are you going to do? I'm only human. Yeah. I know some suspect I'm not, but no, it, it's true. I, I, I am. All right. Uh, thank you for uh, listening to the show, and uh, we'll try to cobble something together for Saturday. <laughs> And I'll go from there. All right. Thank you again. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>